Hey guys, I'm Tony. And I'm Brian. Just kidding. I'm Meredith. Yeah, it's just me and Meredith tonight. This is my wife. We're doing ad reads tonight because Brian's on lockdown. His wife had COVID and he's having to be locked down with her. So it's just me and Meredith tonight. We're bringing you our ads before our conversation tonight. And the first ad that I want to read to you is from our good friend over at Anderson Heat and Air. Anderson Heat and Air has been in business for a long time. They definitely know what they're doing. Nat Anderson's a good friend of ours, and he's going to take care of you. Mention the podcast. Let him know that we sent you over there, and you can reach him at... 870-892-9538. That's Anderson Heat and Air. Make sure you let him know you heard about him on the podcast. We're going to send you his way. He's going to send you some good deals. He's going to take care of you. Send him all of your business. He does new home installs. He does old home installs, repairs. He does it all. You can call him today. At 870-892-9538. The next sponsor we're going to tell you about is April Jones and the Drifted Drum Company. There's a lot of cool things on her website. You can go visit her today and go check out all of the things that she has. She has everything from books to journals to companion journals to apparel, some daily bread. She's actually starting her own podcast. Make sure you go on and check her out. Check out everything she's got going on, and you can find all that stuff at her website, The Drifted Drum. Meredith, tell me what that website is. www.thedrifteddrum.com And put in promo code CRUCIAL2020 and get 20% off your entire purchase. Go check it out today at thedriftedrum.com. Finally, we want to bring you this episode sponsored by Sheila Texter and her book, Life After the Mistake, New Beginnings. She has this awesome book about everything that she had going on in her life. You can find that on Amazon.com or you can contact her directly on Facebook. And If you want to get all that information, you can listen to our previous episode with her. You'll definitely be blessed. Guys, thanks for tuning into the Crucial Conversation. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, this is Brian. And I'm Tony. And you're listening to the Crucial Conversation Podcast. your peace is, I guess, the greatest advice I can give somebody at a time like this. Tony and I are constantly asked uh, for people that are starting podcasts. Hold on. Before you get there, why do you sound different? Oh, that's right. You're in quarantine. I guess I sound different. I don't know. I didn't You're on I the phone. Different. Here I am in person. Oh, well, I guess that is a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, that's a big difference in our usual concept here. But before we get into this episode... This weekend, we're starting our travels back, and we're headed to interview a big-time guest that we've been excited to have on the podcast. Uh, For a while there, I've been looking forward to getting with him and recording an episode, and our stars finally align, and we will be able to be with them this weekend. Look forward to that episode coming up. But anyway, Brian, go ahead and go on with what we're talking about tonight. Uh, I guess I'll start back from the top. Um Now's a great time to speak Speak now or forever hold your peace. And the reason why I say that is uh, because one of the things that Tony and I love to talk about is we love talking about talking about stuff. 
And what I mean by that is that's what we do here is kind of a ministry is we do this podcast. And our favorite thing to talk about is talking about subjects on this podcast that most people don't really want to talk about. And uh, having the boldness to talk about them and the honesty to talk about them openly. And so Tony and I got the idea to talk about talking about this. And um, recently we've been we've been asked about <clears throat> how to start a podcast. What's the advice we give people? And, you know, we could go through the obvious about, you know, audio equipment and stuff like that. But really, the most important advice I have is to talk about something worth talking about. Right. And, you know, our our inbox and our text messages, since we've started this podcast, uh, have been filled with requests and messages regarding how did you guys do it? Why did you guys start this? Where do I begin? How do I get involved? And we're going to answer some of those questions. This is a quite a bit different episode than we've done before. Uh, but we're going to answer a lot of these questions in this episode. And this may not this this episode may not be for everybody. It won't be for everybody. But this will be for some people that's really struggling and wanting to find their place in ministry and they think they found it and they just don't know how to begin. So, Brian, let's kick this thing off, man. Let's get this thing done. Uh, yeah, and, and, I, and I think I think this episode is for everybody. Because, I mean, I think that, like the Bible tells us, that you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. Right. And, and so it is, it is important that we speak. It's important that we talk about stuff. And again, if you're going to talk about something, talk about something that matters. Something worth if you're listening a, to. If you're if you're a preacher, why are we why would we talk about stuff that doesn't have really any importance? Why why would we waste people's time if we're not going to talk about something that actually matters? Right. And and if you're gonna if you're gonna give a testimony, well, I mean, I understand small talk. I small talk. I like having fun. Tony likes having fun. But there's also a time to say something that matters. And I I, I encourage everyone out there to use your voice, say things. Talk, tell your story, be open, be honest, and, and, and tell me. Things, I guess a gr- speak things into existence. Yeah, I mean, there's man, there's so much you could you could talk about on this subject. And Tony, I just want for our, our people that are listening now that maybe they haven't listened to some of our past episodes. Let's bring them back up to speed, okay? So, so the question is about starting a podcast, which is the easiest thing to do as far as a way to get your story out. Having your own podcast where you can unfilter and tell your story. Um, Tony, why did the crucial conversation even start? Man, so here's the thing. Me and Brian's been friends for quite a while, uh, and we've always wanted to do something like this. <clears throat> and you know, we always thought this would be a fad. We always thought that we would do something, get burnt out, and quit. And, you know, we both wanted to do a podcast because we're both podcast junkies, man. And uh, we were listening to podcasts and sharing stuff. And and, and, and we like different kinds of podcasts, exactly, too. Exactly, yeah. And uh, Like, what, what kind of podcasts do you like? So there's this new prop podcast out that I'm addicted to. It's called Very Presidential. And mm-hmm. it's uh, about our, our nation's history and its leaders. But just like this podcast... It doesn't tell all the glory stories. It tells the struggles and the heartaches and the things that they had to go through 
and the things that they struggle with that people don't know about, but and the, and the things they had to overcome to become president. And just because they were president didn't mean everything was easy. You know, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of the stuff that we do, man. Yeah, and you also listen about. a lot of. You also listen to a lot of true crime. I like now I'm a true crime guilt junkie. I do like that stuff. Uh, now, one podcast you and I can agree on was Ear Hustle. Ear Hustle, yes. Because uh, for some reason, like prison we're, documentaries, yeah, we love prison documentaries, yeah. which is which is what the, it's a podcast form of a prison documentary. <laughs> but you tell but, all but about guilty the, pleasures, man. Yeah, but outside of that, I mean, we really don't have our podcasts are a little bit different. I mean, I'm I, I listen to the Ben Shapiro show oh, every yeah. time it comes out. Um, I listen to some of the Glenn Beck programs and Dan Bongino, Michael Knowles. I listen to nothing but political, modern political stuff. Right. Other than the occasional ear hustle, which I haven't listened to in like a year. Same here. Ever since that one dude got out of prison, I haven't watched it. Listen to it, I mean. Yeah, he was co-host, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so this, the, to back to our story, why did... Crucial conversation happened. So here's the thing. You were saying we were fans of podcasts. We were were listening to podcasts. And my job requires me to be in a vehicle and by myself 90% of my work day. And um, I loved podcasts. And there was a time in my life that I was really, really struggling. And it it was a deep struggle that I was fake on the outside uh telling everybody everything was okay and on the inside my world was crumbling and i did was i was too embarrassed to talk about it but the things i did talk about to certain people their answers were pray about it fast about it you know i get so tired of those spiritual answers you know it's like yeah i'm gonna listen to your problem but i'm not gonna help you overcome it now that might not been these people's intention but that's kind of how i felt and, you know, so I said, you know, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm going to stop listening to that true crime. I'm going to stop listening to that uh, ear hustle. I'm going to stop listening to the presidential stuff. And I'm going to find me something that can build me up and I can hear people's testimonies. Because, like you said, Brian, I overcome by the words of folks' testimonies. And I said, I'm going to find that. I want to listen to that. So, you know what I did? I went on there and I started searching for not just any kind of doctrine background. I wanted to have some apostolic background on hearing people, you know, what they've done to overcome and how they they um, they lived their life through their pain. And it's it's not. I didn't just want to listen to an apostolic because that was my faith. It's just because I wanted to hear my people's stories. You know. Um, the people that I rub shoulders with. and yeah, it's more relatable. Exactly. And you know, Brian, I searched it, and it wasn't there. I didn't care how to grow my church in 30 days. I didn't care. Because you weren't pastoring. Yeah. I didn't care how, how uh, seven steps to make myself a better person. And I didn't want no... Um, you know how because to, you couldn't make yourself a better person without getting over your depression. Right. I didn't need no leadership podcast. You know what I needed? I needed to hear someone's story about what they're going through, how they went through it, and how they overcame it. And it wasn't you, there. You wanted to know you weren't alone. Exactly. Exactly. That, that you weren't the only apostolic person dealing with what you're dealing with. And so, Brian, your wife makes a joke about it all the time, saying that me and you talk too. 
to each other way too much during the day. And so, you know what I did? I called you and I said, man, let's start a podcast because this isn't out there. And if it's out there, I I apologize. Maybe I didn't look hard enough, but it became an interest of mine. And we, we, we started it, man. Our first setup was so goofy and we didn't know what we were doing. We still don't know what we're doing, but we, we acted like we knew what we were doing. And, you know, when word got out what we were starting, Brian, we had people in our life, in our friendship circle, that said, why in the world would you want to start a podcast? Who would listen to you? What do you guys have to say? And you know what? That didn't discourage me. That encouraged me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we yeah. started that episode one, then episode two, episode three. Started getting some emails from people saying, wow, this stuff is awesome. Keep going. You know, Brian, what does it do to you whenever our listeners reach out and say, hey, guys, keep going. We need what you're doing. How does that? What does that do to you? It makes me want to keep going because I realize that exactly. it's doing something for somebody. Yeah. That, that, that we aren't just talking, but we're talking to somebody. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, that we did this for totally different reasons, too. Again, here's another thing, just as far as just practical podcast advice, is don't don't get somebody on your show as a co-host that's just your yes man. Right. That whatever you say, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, get somebody that's got a different perspective. And so, like, Tony and I are very different, even though we're close friends. We even finish each other's sentences sometimes. It's kind of weird. Like, we played this game called Blank Slate a few weeks ago where you've got to guess. <laughs> you got to guess a word with the only other one other person at the table guesses to get maximum points. And Tony and I ran amok because we just were connected like that. But the thing is, is that I wanted to start this because I wanted to get to know people that I never had a chance to get to know. Right. And, and I was hoping that our audience would get to know people that I didn't know. And, and because of this, I mean, it's, it's grown me because I've got to meet people. But the thing is, is that what, what blows my mind is the feedback we're getting isn't so much about. I, I'm glad that you've got Jeff Arnold on to tell his story. It's, it's, the, it's the people that we've had on that most people don't even know. Right. Because, I mean, the truth is, is that we already know Jeff Arnold's story. We've, he's been preaching for 40 years. Right. It's, it's the stories of, of people that you're not as familiar with. Those are the ones that people are connected with. And the reason why I bring it up is because, I see, I just wanted to, I wanted to get to know these megastar preachers. That was one of my goals. I wanted to get to know these guys. I wanted to befriend these guys. But the thing is, is that it's just a normal person, the everyday saint, or the the pastor the person of, who has uh, a story without a microphone. Exactly, it, it's it's the church planner, it's the divorced person, it's the broken person, it's the person that's had to overcome all their life. Those are the ones that are connecting with people. Those are the ones that are, that are changing. Flipping the script, it's the people that are, are saying, hey, I'm not perfect. My life hasn't been perfect. Let me tell you about it. Those are the ones that are changing people. And those are the ones that are affecting people. And so what does it do to me? It makes me want to go find that next story. 
Mm-hmm. It wants me to find. It motivates me to find the person who's willing to be open and honest and say, "Hey, here's my here's my walk. Here's what I've gone through. Here's what I've overcome, and let's talk about it." Brian, at the beginning of this podcast, you told everybody that you are a fan of not necessarily the government and politics. Well, you did say politics, but you know that whole realm. Why is it so important for Christians to use their voice now in such a critical time? Because they're taking your voice away. They're absolutely taking our voices away. This is we are, we are living in a crazy time, and Tony just fired me up. I wasn't going to go into the politics stuff unless he brought it up. But he brought it up. Let's talk about it. This is such a wild time, man. Yeah. This is such a wild, where voices are being silenced. Uh, the, the, the president of the United States, whether you agree or disagree with him, he is censored off Facebook, off Twitter, indefinitely, possibly permanently. You've got people on the left that are praising that decision. And, and, and you don't think it's coming for you, Tony? Okay. You don't think it's coming for the crucial conversation? You don't think it's coming for the POA or the, the whatever you name the church? I, I, we're, we're part of an organization that says there's still such a thing as sin. Donald Trump was censored because he offended people, because people didn't like him. And, and you don't think churches that preach truth aren't going to be censored? This is, we are living in a crazy time. And, and one thing that the, the left wing loves to do is they love to compare people on the right to Hitler. They love making the Hitler comparisons. But what's really funny is, I guess it's like one of those things that it takes one to know one kind of a thing, because they are the ones that are really showing these Hitlerian tendencies. Let me tell you a story. That there was there was a time back in the day, back in the 30s and 40s, when Adolf Hitler was coming to power in Germany, and the president of Germany named him Chancellor of Germany. And, and get this, what, what caused Hitler to seize ultimate control was an attack on the parliament building. There, someone burned parliament to the ground. And Hitler exploited that to eliminate all other political parties and to take control of the media. And what happened this week? Our Capitol building was ransacked by uh, an, well, by rioters, some idiots, but it's being exploited to start censoring voices and censoring a whole political party. Now, you tell me how, how that story ended in World War, with World War II. You tell me how Hitler's story ended with six million Jews executed. So, so is it time to speak up? It was time to speak up then. Right. It was definitely time to speak up then, and, and maybe, hopefully, hopefully none of that happens. Hopefully nothing crazy happens, but this is not a good time. If you're, if you're tuning into the Crucial Conversation tonight, hoping for some hope in our government and where we are by, politically right now in today's society, you tuned in the wrong podcast because it's not good. Right. It is bad, and, and we want to believe a bunch of myths and, and talk about like things aren't as bad as... We want to talk about how we're the silent majority. If the silent majority would only rise up. But guys, 
we're not the silent majority. I mean, if we are, then, then who, who, I don't know what, what's going to cause us to start talking if we're the silent majority, because we've lost. If you're on the right, if you're a conservative, you, you, we've lost every political election on uh, popular vote since George W. Bush's second term. And the one before that we lost. I mean, we're not, if we're the majority, then we need to start talking if we're the silent majority. Right. And so, so there's not a better time in the world to start talking. Right. Right now is the time and to Brian, start talking. Right now is the time to let your voice be heard. Neither one because, of us, neither one of us were these people that said, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over because 2021, all of our problems are going to go away. We weren't that person. But so many people in our society believe, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. I've cursed it. I can't wait. Bring on the new year. You know, we still have things to battle, things to defeat in 2021. Now is not the time to sit back and let what you think is a fresh new year take over and let it just be the same outcome as 2020. Yeah. So, so, so how do, how do we change these? How do, how do we change where we're at? If you, if you want to know that my prescription is that we've got to start changing culture instead of letting culture change us. Right. We've got to start being influencers, not influence. That's the only way we're going to win because we've lost Hollywood. We've lost the media. We've lost big tech. We've lost in the political realm. We've lost in the music realm. It's dominated by the secularism. So what do we do is we've got to start changing culture. And the only way to do that is you've got to get out and you've got to get involved in some way. That may be having a few more people that believe in the scriptures running for office. That may be uh, us fundraising. That might be us, you know, writing that song that you've been feeling that you haven't read. You know, have you done starting or, that podcast? Starting that podcast, you've got to do something to start changing and influence this culture because times are getting rough. And, and it's there's there's the thing is is cowards aren't going to make it in this society. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. And and one thing that we need to learn, I think, is we've got to learn to quit apologizing to everything and everybody. Now, what do I mean by that? Because oh my gosh, he said, "Don't say you're sorry." Well, hear, hear what I'm saying. We have got to quit apologizing for being Christians. Yes. We have got, got to quit believing the lie that if you're a Christian, you are a hate-filled, bigoted, backwoods, stone-aged thinking individual. We've got to start saying, yeah, I really believe what the Bible says, and I don't apologize for it. You may not like it. You, you may not like it. It may offend you. But I had to speak truth. And I can't apologize for truth. I can't apologize for telling you the truth. And it doesn't, it, it's just, it's unbelievable how we believe a lie. Then if we preach against sin, we believe, well, that's hateful. It's unbelievable to me, the, the stuff that we're believing. Because again, culture's winning. Mm-hmm. So we've got to stop buying into this junk and allowing the world to tell the church what the church is. So stop going on defense and start running plays for offense. Exactly. Exactly. And I know 
he was a very imperfect vessel to teach us that lesson. But, but I mean, even though he, he lost this last election, Donald Trump gained a huge following and he 75 million votes and he didn't get it by apologizing for everything he did. Mm-hmm. That's one of his biggest problems is that he would bully people and wouldn't apologize for it. Right. So, so imagine how much influence we could have if we just spoke truth, but we didn't bow and give in every time somebody in the media says, well, there's a Christian somewhere that did this and they're hateful. Like that, uh, that lady, that Ken Davis lady in Kentucky, who she stood up for what Which she believed in Christian morality. Yes. And society said, well, she's a hate-filled, bigoted person. Imagine if the church just actually believed what we claim we believed, and we didn't start apologizing for who we are. Because when you apologize for who you are, you're consenting that there's something wrong with being who you are. Right. Now, again, don't misread this. Don't misread this. If you've messed up, if you've been a jerk, you should apologize. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating every, people on this podcast turn into Donald Trump because there's a lot of Donald Trump that we we don't need. But I, I say that we could take the example in that we don't have to apologize for everything, and and people are out there hungry for someone that actually tells the or at least tells what they believe to be true. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I, I'm not a fan of the contesting of the election. I'm not a fan of that at all. I think about the day after, I was like, hey, that's pretty well, it's done. Let's let's move on and start a different fight. But I respect the fact that Donald Trump really believed that he won that thing and he fought for it. Was he wrong? I think so. But at least he fought. And I wonder, again, what would happen if we as a church could impact culture and we actually stood for the things that really are right? What kind of influence we could have. Right. And so what we mainly wanted to do tonight was instead of telling you how to do something, we're encouraging you to go out and start and do it and make your voice heard. You know, that's kind of a cliche thing to say, especially in today's time is uh, go make your voice heard. You know, go. Uh-huh. You, you hear all these star athletes saying, go vote. And you hear all these different things in the world right now just like that. But now is the most crucial time to have a conversation. No yeah. matter how awkward or uncomfortable you may feel, yeah. you yeah. have like, uh- to get up and do something or it's going to be too late. If you're sitting in your car right now, with your children in the back seat, I want you to look in your rearview mirror right now. You see that child of yours? You're going to do it for that generation because our generation is failing right now. We are failing that next generation by just letting the world take over our society and these star athletes that your little boy and your little girls look up to, they are telling them how to live, showing them what to do. Now, See, me, they were showing me how to live. Athletes Mm -hmm. now, Brian, they're telling our kids how to vote. You're not going to be successful unless you vote this certain way. If you want to be like me, you vote this way. Mm -hmm. And we don't need that in our society. Use your voice. 
it, it's worse than that. It's if you don't vote the way I, LeBron James does, you're a racist. Right. You're a, you're a horrible person. Right. If you disagree with the way he thinks you should vote. Right. And, we, we, and, and, and he's a huge influence. Again, I go back to what I'm saying. We've got to start impacting our culture because he's one of the most influential voices in culture today. Right. Michelle Obama is the most admired woman in the world, they say. And she came out this week applauding uh, she, before they uh, permanently censored, censored Trump on these media platforms. She sent an open letter to him saying they needed to censor him. And you know what? We think that is so big picture, but we're not far away from that in our homes. It won't yeah. be long until a one-world government will not allow you to have freedom of worship, have freedom of speech. You know, that is so old school saying stuff like that. You know, we we all heard that as, as kids growing up. But if you don't see it now, mm-hmm. you'll never see it. And I have an opinion. It might be a conspiracy theory. It may not be. But here's the thing. All of this right now is a regime that's been planned for years. Everybody knew that how all this would be shaking out with the election. And guys, don't be scared because I still know who the real commander-in-chief is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But here is the thing. You have that ability and you have that right to make sure that you... And everybody you can reach goes to heaven with you. And nobody, no president, no president-elect, no speaker, no congressman, no house of representative, no governor, no mayor, no neighbor can change that. You have that right. You have that responsibility. And it all starts with you using your voice exactly i mean I'll, I'll, I'll say it again again if you tuned in the crucial conversation hoping to hear some hope in our political world i ain't got it for you but you're like Tony your just said, there, there is a hope in a world that's beyond this world right that there that's the only place where that the hope is and is it cliche yeah we say it all the time hey you know what it doesn't matter who's president jesus is king but the fact is it's true Right. It, it may be a catchphrase, but, but that, that catchphrase didn't come from nowhere. It's the truth. And what everything Tony just said is absolutely 100% God, God's honest truth. Is that we've got to have our faith in a, in a world that's beyond this one. And it's easy to get discouraged right now. I'm discouraged right now, if I'm honest with you. But the fact is, is that our hope's got to come from somewhere beyond this. Right. It's got to. Beyond this world, because if it doesn't come from beyond this world, then we're, we're just we're all going to be in trouble. And even if it's cliche, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that it's truth. We've got to have oh, our hope yeah. in Jesus Christ, and especially in a time like this. And we've got to be like to our world. We have to show true Christian character, and we have to stand for Christian principles. And, and so one thing with our podcast, kind of changing tones, because we talked a lot about politics, kind of changing a little bit of tone, um, that again, uh, to my advice about having a co-host that doesn't just like you, is I'm thankful that I've we've I've had Tony on this journey. Uh oh, because go and speak a little bit about it, Lelou's brother. 
Yeah, because early on, Tony was a lot better at handling negativity than I was. Tony would get some negativity, and Tony kind of just took it on the chin, and he just kept going. I was like, oh, my gosh. They, somebody has something bad to say about us? Let's change. Let, let's, let's, let's change everything. But you know what? Luckily, I've grown up in the last almost two and a half years of doing the Crucial Conversation podcast. That, that actually, I think it's funny. If people, if Pharisees are being critical, then I know we're doing something right. Yeah. If people are like, well, our tradition says you can't talk about that, then we must be doing something right. <laughs> and, and so, we, you know, here's the thing is that I bring that up to say this. Tony and I are pretty public. We're not going to disrespect our guests on this show. Unless we you know have them. <laughs> yeah, unless we know them. We're not going to disrespect you by censoring their story. Right. By telling what has happened to you. We're not going to do that. We're not going to watch history. And and there, I understand there's people on both sides. And there's a the thing is with testimony, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's two sides to every story. I understand that. But the fact is, is that we, we, we want to be a place where you're safe telling your side. Right. A, a place where you're respected for having the boldness to tell your side. Because there's a lot of stories out there that are just nasty. It's got a lot of pain in it. I mean, we've had, in our just last handful of episodes, we've had a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of trauma. Effect, and a lot of, a story that affected a lot of people. Right. And I, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and add something real quick. If, if you know somebody that, is genuinely struggling with self-identity and they don't know who they are, whether they're in church or not, I beg you, I beg you to tell them to tune into the Crucial Conversation next weekend. I beg you to have them tune in to the Crucial Conversation. Brian, What the, the guests that we have on has dealt with so much. Did you? What are you walking outside? No. What was that squeaking noise? No, my, my doors. Oh, I got you. The, the, the guest that we have on. Sorry, I I'm rabbit trail there. The guest that we have on has dealt with so much. And Brian, we're gonna get back to the basics, to where we started next week, and we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about stuff that is so in depth with pain and struggling and suffering that it's unbelievable mm-hmm. and you know just like Brian was telling y'all about me you know we we have had people that's come on our podcast and we have had hate laced curse word laced emails sent our way you know what Brian that's just because we're digging into stuff that, that, that people don't know how to deal with yeah well, it goes back to my, my point I made earlier about how we need to put apologize for every little thing. Right. If it was left to me, I wouldn't want to offend anybody. And I, the fact is, the fact is, you're going to offend somebody out there. Right. I, I'm telling everybody, every podcast starter, if you're going to talk about some sort of Christian material, you're going to offend somebody. 
we're going to do an episode about church growth. They're going to say, well, that ain't the way we did it 50 years ago. <laughs> Bake sales and car washes. Yeah, yeah. I just now listened to a 30 minute, uh, an hour long podcast about church growth. Nobody said a thing about peanut brittle. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't living on Holy Ghost. They're, they're not but apostolic. They, they ain't having they, smorgasbords and peanut brittle. Well, well, bless God. They ain't even the Holy Ghost on that thing. But, but you see, you're going to offend somebody. And, and so here's the thing is, why do we get so caught up in, here's the thing is, I drive myself crazy, Tony, with who I offended. That's how I was. I, I would I would literally get sick when I found out someone was upset with an episode we put out. Yes. I would obsess over it. Right. And there's a lot of people out there, you're, you're probably like me. The thought of someone being offended by you, you obsess over it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing is, we, we've got to be honest. We've got to be honest. We've got to honestly say, hey, if I messed up, I am sorry. Right. If I if I true if I did somebody wrong, I'm sorry. But if but if I'm just speaking truth, and if I'm putting out there the the God's on a truth with a with the right spirit, then you got to be honest with yourself. I can't judge your spirit. You're the one who's going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But if we did it with the right spirit and we said the truth, why would we apologize? Because right. somebody got mad, right? And I'll... why would we get upset? Why would we? Why would we get so down on ourselves for just trying to help? Right. And you know, I don't know, Brian. A lot of people don't know this about us, okay? But me and you both are. I really tell everybody that you're a nerd, but I'm a nerd as well. There's this game, this board game out that me and Brian enjoy playing, mm-hmm. and it's called Monopoly. <laughs> so Monopoly is fun to me in a way it's probably not fun to other people I like to develop and craft and make a life out of something and try to own as much as I can and I want to just destroy everybody I'm playing with I want I want to take what they have and then let them sit there and watch me eliminate players one after the next and very rarely does that happen He's <laughs> it very you know, does if, he, if he gets that orange side and awful railroad you're in a lot of trouble now, and those light blues <laughs> yeah. but let me tell you something Brian the worst part about Monopoly is being the first one out and watching the others compete to win <laughs> you watch somebody take everything you have and you had the same opportunity as them but they chose to capitalize while you sat there and watched and think that you thought you were waiting for the perfect time. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna spend my money on this. I'm gonna wait until I can get this because they'll bring back more of a reward for me. But it's players like that has my strategy that I'm gonna buy everything that comes my way. That word is for me. That blessing is for me. Nope, I'm gonna take that just so you can't have it. You know, that's how we need to approach life. So we're not thinking halfway through life, man, what did I do with all my opportunities? I was waiting for something to come along and it just never happened. Now I'm 63 years old. I have nothing to show for it. Use the opportunities that's at hand right now. 
Capitalize. Speak on it. Be a part of it. Don't just go down through life just piggybacking on everybody. I absolutely hate when somebody's playing Monopoly with me and it's they don't want to wheel and deal and trade. Brian, that's my kind of game. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, I played with you. That's that's the guys on a that's a you know that's a really good analogy. A really good analogy. I haven't really thought about it like that because literally the person who beat you has beaten you with the very thing you could have won with. Exactly, exactly. You had that opportunity, but it's you like a, chose not to play it. Yeah, it's a Jacob and Esau story. Exactly. Esau had every right. He had the birthright. It was him, but he. He just didn't really care about it that much. Right. Brian, he let need, Jacob steal it out from under him. We need to get together and play Monopoly sometime soon. I'm for that. I got no problem with that. We need to get focused on doing a few more episodes, which I'm glad we've got. Uh, we got a few some stuff lined out, and, and I'm glad we're going to get back in the saddle and, and start bringing these stories yes. to you. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that still yet we've never really touched on that I'm hoping to really get back into, or some stuff that we've touched before, but... It, you know, just, you know, and you know me, you know me, I like some theology. Hopefully we can get a, some theologian in here sometime. But at the same time, I understand that the majority of people out there, uh, we, we got to know what we are. We are the crucial conversation. We've got to have those conversations that are important. And, right. and that's what, again, I'm going to go back to the whole vein of why we even did this episode. Yeah. What advice do you give if you had a podcast? Um, Sound audio. Make sure it's great. Um, make sure it's done professional. Make sure you advertise. A lot of stuff that we need to do. But let me tell you something. You can have all the advertisement in the world, and you can have the best audio quality in the world. But if you ain't talking about something that matters to me, I'm not going to listen. Mm-hmm. And so, again, my biggest advice is have something. People want to hear. That's right. Tell something people want to hear. When, when you have a chance to tell your testimony, tell it. Yes. Speak it. Tell it. Be honest with it. And, and that's my advice, man. That's, that's it. You know, if you're wanting to start an episode, if you want to do a podcast, do it, man. But just say something that matters. That's, right. all, I, that's all I want. That's all I want. I don't know. We've talked for almost an hour now, and really, we've just said the same thing over and over. Say something that matters. We, we need voices that matter. We need people that are really going to make a difference in, in somebody's life. Let's, and let's not man, let this you are stop popular. Why is your phone blowing up like that? I, I didn't know it was. Hey, your phone's been vibrating all night. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, it, I mean, really, people need to know. And I know there's people out there that are shy. They're like, you know, I've, I've dealt with homosexuality and and I don't want anybody to know about it because I'm ashamed of my past. Uh, you know, I, I thought about suicide and I'm ashamed of telling it because I don't want people to know how bad things got. I, I get it. There's stories that are like that. But the thing is, is there's how many people, how many people were molested as a kid that feel like they're the only person in the world that was molested. But you could tell your story and say, hey, it happened to me. And that person goes, oh, my God. 
I'm not the only one that that happened to. I, I'm not the only person that's got the Holy Ghost but still struggles. I'm not the only one because you're not the only one. You're not the only one. And, and we, we, we put on a good front sometimes and Tony talked about it early on. He was looking for the, that episode. He was looking for that podcast that went through what he went through and struggled like he struggled. And he found a lot of podcasts, but none that really gave their side of the story. Because as Tony has said a hundred times, because we love wearing the Superman cape. We love, we love putting on the Superman costume. And we're indestructible. Well, we're not, man. Superman really gets not. tired. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Superman ever does, but Quite Batman surely does. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Batman does. There's a whole there's a whole episode, comic book graphic novel about Batman that, you know, Batman's always the strong and, and defender. But there's one where he's got the flu. And eventually, it's the, it's the comic series where Bane breaks his back is where he's been fighting against all these enemies for so long and he's physically worn down because he's got the flu and Bane breaks in and breaks his back. But of course, he's Batman and he doesn't need help. This is why I call you a nerd. Until he's broken. He doesn't need help. And here we are. We're, you know, we, we put on this hard exterior. But we got it made and we're fighting all this hell. Right. No, I don't need anybody. I don't need to link on to anybody. I got this. Until something comes and breaks us, then it's too late. But, oh, we didn't need anybody. Well, it turns out we did. So, so what's my point? If somebody needs you. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs Speak now or forever. Hold your peace, man. Yeah, that's it. If you're not going to start talking now, I don't know when you are. Yeah. I don't know if you are. Yeah. But I'm a nobody, but I encourage you. Who am to I? Tell your story. Who wants to listen to us? Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, and again, in that person's defense that said that to us, it's not. This is one of the rare episodes where it is just us talking, and maybe nobody does listen. But if one person does, it's all that matters. If one person does, it's like a, they told that story of the evangelist that he preached twelve weeks at a revival, and only one kid got the Holy Ghost. And felt like a failure. But that one kid who got the Holy Ghost was J.T. Pugh. And J.T. Pugh was one of the most influential voices in the United Pentecostal churches ever had. One of the greatest preachers we've ever had. At least, like the Urshans, Joel Urshan, his favorite preacher, J.T. Pugh. His brother, favorite preacher, J.T. Pugh. Tony McCall, one of our good friends, one of his favorite books is a book written by, you guessed it, J.T. Pugh. I mean, Joel Urshan can quote one of JTP's whole sermons word for word. He had influence. But that one evangelist felt like a failure because only one person got the Holy Ghost when all of his peers were praying through hundreds of people in a revival. But he, the one that he won has won countless. So even if you only would hear a story, tell it to one person, it makes a difference in their life. Is it not worth it? 
It's, they deserve it. Is it is it not worth opening up a wound, a bandage, and showing someone a scar? To save someone else's life. Yeah, just let someone know. Give someone a little glimpse of hope. But I overcame that wound. You can too. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Things aren't great right now. Things aren't great right now. But we can shine a little light. We can shine just a little light to someone. We can make just a little difference. And who knows? Things may be different tomorrow. Right. I hope. I hope. I hope we do. I think it's our duty. I think it's our duty. Yes. We had an evangelist at our church today. And he told us the word of the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. When you wake up at night, or when you wake up in the morning, say it. The word of the Lord is good. When you lay your head on your pillow at night, the word of the Lord is good. Let someone speak into your life because the Lord Himself brought them through that to help you. The word of the Lord is good. You guys have been listening to the Crucial Conversation Podcast. Wah, wah, wah.